can you take a break from YouTube? A lot of people ask this question. A lot of people have some serious thoughts about it. And in this episode, I bring back on Holly Gillian to deep dive into everything you need to know about this topic. Welcome to the Women of YouTube podcast. This podcast is hosted by me, Desiree Martins. Every week, I'm going to be showing up in your earbuds to inspire you on your YouTube journey with killer interviews with women YouTube creators, deep dives into the inner workings of how YouTube works, and discussing all the things about YouTube culture and the impact it is having on our world. This podcast is brought to you in partnership with VidIQ, where they help you maximize your videos and YouTube reach by studying titles, descriptions, tags, and playlists relevant to your subject matter, while also studying your competitors to help you know exactly what you should be doing for your YouTube growth. So if you're a female creator looking to grow your channel, level up your content, and learn from the best women creators on the platform to get you on your way to YouTube success and future-proofing your income, this is the perfect place for you. Let's do this. What's up, ladies? Welcome to the Women of YouTube podcast. Now, while you're listening to this, if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, I am flying to an unknown location in the United States. What are you talking about? Your girl needs to take herself on a vacation. I am a person that needs the world and outside influence and things to do to keep myself mentally happy. And I had had so much struggle with this in the past, and actually all of 2021, if I'm honest. My family and I had planned this like big trip to London and it had to get canceled because of COVID because they kept canceling our flights and rescheduling. It was this whole issue. We actually decided to take those funds from that trip and we bought like a small little camper that we could hitch onto our truck. And that had a whole world of issues and drama. And then we did this like forced family trip to Seattle just because we had to desperately get out of Dodge, get away from our home, get away from the heat of Phoenix and just be with other people and being there even amongst our bestest of friends. My husband and I and our kids are so stressed out and frustrated. And I realized I needed to be able to get away and not be needed by anyone or anything. So I'm off the grid, y'all, when this comes out. And I think that this ties in so perfectly to this episode because I know a lot of people who are taking a break from YouTube and it's not because they don't love it. It's not because they don't find value in it. It's because there is life to be lived. There is healing to be had and there are babies to be kissed and there is perspective to be gained from taking a break. Now, I didn't take a full break because I have batched my content out ahead smartly and I'm still going to quote unquote be present while not being present. And of course, please follow me on Instagram at Mrs. Desiree Rose so you can follow along with me on this like crazy surprise vacation of me doing something where I have no idea what's going on. Uh, I signed up for the service called Pack, uh, Pack Up Go where you just like set a budget and then they plan a trip for you and it's... I'm don't have any say over anything. And so I'm very interested to see how this goes. But Holly and I dive into like what it means and what it looks like when you take a break from YouTube. Can it hurt you? Can it help you? What's the most important thing about it? How do you come back with the vengeance? Like there are so many deep things to figure out in this. And I think that the number one thing that you should take away from this is that you can take a break. It's just a matter of like what that's going to look like for you and the right plan is going to make that happen. And so I think that it is so 
important and so helpful for you to really listen to this with open eyes and open heart and open mind, ready to think like, how can this help me? Is this the right thing to do? And what do I need to do to come back to YouTube stronger, better, and ready to crush the next set of goals that I have? So without further ado, here's that conversation with Holly. It's like deja vu. It's like we've done this before. <laughs> it is like we've done this before. <laughs> Holly is actually, like I said in my introduction, she is a repeat guest. She and I had to stay in contact when like, you find people that you just love and adore and just need more of. You stay connected to them. And we were like, hey, let's do this again. So here we are. So Holly, per usual, let's just get the quick recap. Recap. Why yep. YouTube? Why YouTube? Well, YouTube is the second largest search engine, obviously, and it is a free tool that you can use to showcase your expertise to people who don't know who you are, and they're actually able to find you through the search. So yeah, I mean, it's a complete no brainer. And plus, so my background's in video production. So why wouldn't I use video? So why don't you tell us what your channel is about? My channel is all about business cinema, which is video with a plan, purpose, system, and strategy, not just creating willy-nilly videos for your business, but creating videos that actually move your business forward and help you reach more people. Okay. So you've said some very important things. Do you think they're important? So what we're talking about is, is this combination of like, why you should take a break, but like what you got to do to come back strong out the gate from it. But I think you mentioned something that's very important that we need to touch on, which is creating videos to move your business forward. Yes. So many people create YouTube videos to make an algorithm happy. So I don't, we should not be doing that. So why don't you talk about that a bit more so that we can understand the foundation here? You know, honestly, everything is, fun and easy, right? It should be fun and easy for you and your business. Otherwise you're not going to, you're not going to be able to sustain it for the long run. Creating content that just is suiting an algorithm um, may not be the most fulfilling or creative way to speak to your audience. And it may not be something that connects with them, right? So First and foremost, you have to know who your audience is and it does that fit into the big picture of what you're doing in your business, you know, just creating content for the algorithm to check the boxes. Why do you think it is that people confuse checking a box for YouTube and making sure they're creating content to move their business forward? Because people don't start with what I call the four pillars of pre-production, which is why, who, what, how. I think that the idea of video or the concept of video is very alluring because it's super powerful. It's one of the most powerful tools you have as an online business owner to help move your business forward. And so people see it and like, oh, I'm definitely going to start making video, but then they don't pause to create the foundation that they need to move forward on. So the four pillars of pre-production, which I base my foundation on, are why, who, what, and how. So why are you making videos? Why do you care? Why should anybody else care? How does it fit into the bigger picture of your business? Who Who's your audience? And you really need to know who this is. It's not just, 
you know, some generic general idea. You need to know who you're speaking to so you can meet them where they are and speak to them in a language that they understand. And then what, what kind of content are you going to create and how does that tie back into your bottom line? So what do you have for sale? Because you're running a business, so you want to make sure everything is connected back to revenue generation, right? This isn't just checking the box for the algorithm, but you're trying to generate revenue for your business and connect and deliver value to your audience. And last but not least is how, because if you don't know how you're going to be doing all of these things, like what kind of equipment do you have? How much time do you have? What's your budget? Are you doing everything yourself? Are you hiring anything out? Do you have systems in place? What's your plan? All of that stuff is going to be um, what keeps everything organized and coordinated. I'm all about systems and plans. And when you're creating a ton of content for YouTube, you really want to have that system in place so that you're not reinventing the wheel every time it comes to be video day, because that's part of the reason that people do kind of fall off is because they don't really have that backbone, the foundation of the systems and the processes in place. And they are not really clear on why they're doing it in the first place. So it's easy to abandon the strategy. Got it. Okay. So now you know what you gotta go do and fix up your your YouTube life to make sure you're doing it right or you get started with your YouTube life in the right way. And we do dive into a lot of this in our last talk with Holly, which I will have the link to our previous episode in our show notes. But I think it's important to talk about what we're talking about today, which is can you take a break from YouTube? And then there's a follow-up to this. And then when I'm ready to come back, how do I do it with a vengeance? Right. Mm-hmm. What are the reasons that people would want to take a break from YouTube? If you know, tons of different reasons why people, you know, whether it's personal issues or health issues or um, business changes, you know, there's it could be any number of different reasons why somebody would want to hit the pause button on their channel. Um, branding, creative, internal pivoting, things like that, where you had a clear direction, but now, you know, it's gotten a little unclear about the direction that you do want to take, or maybe you're just not really in love with the, you know, creation process anymore. And you just want to take a break or take a step back. So there's tons of different reasons why somebody would want to hit the pause button and take a break, right? Whether that's personal business or otherwise. Um, I think that taking a break is important for your mental Like we can't do anything for forever, right? Or all the time. Like even, you know, we even at normal nine to five jobs, <laughs> you get like two weeks of vacation. You get a vacation. <laughs> you get two weeks of vacation, you know, and, and you also get like federal holidays off, you know, like that kind of stuff. So I think that you 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 can't be expected to be a performing monkey. No, you oh, can take I'm... what I call a video vacation. <laughs> take okay. a video vacation. There's taking a video vacation, which is more of like a structured and on-purpose pause, right? And then there's falling off your voice, as I like to call it, which is your video horse. So you've fallen off your voice for one reason or another. So okay, so let's talk about the difference between the two. What, so what's one so is what purposeful? Is vacation? One is like scheduled and purposeful. And the yeah. other one is like, oh, it's video day again. I've just got so much going on. I can't get around to it. Or, you know, maybe 
you know, we just had probably the worst year in history and there was a lot of things going on for a lot of people. And maybe you weren't able to maintain that energy level and creativity to be able to show up the way that you were prior to, right? Mm -hmm. Some people were sick and some people, there was a lot of things going on. So, um, you know, it just really, it just depends. Yeah, I don't think any of those reasons are. I like the divorce. I think it's really <laughs> off the board. Yeah. That's a good one. Okay, so is there a way to take a break from video, but like still have a presence on YouTube? Is that still considered a video vacation or no? Well, you can't. Like I've taken two breaks when I when I had my children. I did you know full maternity leave. I gave myself three months for with each of my two children, and what I did was I did video collaborations and I pre-recorded them and did all of the backend work way ahead of time and had everything scheduled. So clear, I was on a break, but my, my channel wasn't on a break. Okay. <laughs> so there's so, that you can totally do something like that. Yeah. And that gives you an opportunity to, you know, for you to kind of fill back up again, but not to have left your, you know, tumbleweeds rolling through your channel. Yeah. Okay. So when we take a break without planning ahead content, which I think is totally reasonable. Cause again, in life, we take breaks from things, family, our, our, our <laughs> relationships, our spaces, our just our homes, like whatever the things do, especially now we're in a, we're heading into like the outside of COVID. Everyone's like, run away, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know I am. Um, and so like you're getting to have these breaks. And even for me, I'm like, I don't want to create right now. I have oblig some obligations where I have to, but I'm just like, oh, no, I don't want to do it. But so this is actually super timely for me. So yeah. I take the break for however long it is. Do I need to like tell anybody? Do I need to make an announcement? Do I set any expectations? What should I do while I'm taking a break from my audience? You know, I think that depends on the relationship you have with your audience and the reason why you're taking a break. So sometimes maybe you want to sit, you know, let people know what's happening in real time. And sometimes it's not always possible to let people know what's happening in real time because you're still like, if something were to happen, like maybe you're still processing that and you're not ready to speak about it publicly. You know, an example of that would be maybe a death in the family of some, you know, somebody close to you. And maybe you're not in the position where you just want to announce that to everybody because you're still kind of dealing with it, right? That's that's reality we all have. Like things are, our life is happening all around us outside of YouTube and maybe things aren't always, you know, you're not always in the position to make that kind of announcement, right? Yeah. Um, so I think that it really just depends. It's very situational. It depends on what you want to share and what you don't want to share. I recently took a break and it was not an on-purpose break. It just was like, oh yeah, I haven't made a video in a really long, 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 long time. And part of it was, you know, based on our, our conversation we had last time, we were talking about, you know, perfection and being per perfect on camera and, you know, um, being a mom and, a and, you know, doing all of the things, right? Um, a business owner, a mom, you're doing everything. And, you know, sometimes at the end of the day, you just have nothing left to give. And you're like, well, today's not the day for me to be making a video. And that's just another reality that people have where, you know, maybe you have a lot of things on your plate and you're juggling a lot of things around and you don't have your full energy to devote to that creation process because it is, it can be quite draining sometimes. There's a lot of steps involved and, you know, you want to make sure that you're showing up with a good amount of energy 
to, you know, share and you don't want to seem phony and fake like, hey guys. I'm here because the algorithm told me. I yes, to I'm here, here because I'm supposed to be here making you a video, but I don't really feel like being here and I look like hell and I'm dealing with a lot of things personally and I'm super busy and, you know, maybe I have spit up on my shirt <laughs> right now. Um, but all that to say is you you get to decide what you want to say when and how, right? It's your channel. It's your business. It's your life. And you get to make those decisions, not somebody else, not, you know, the beauty and joy of doing something like content creation on YouTube or running your own business is that you get to make the rules. <laughs> it's like running your own business. You get to decide who you work with and who you take money from and what you commit to or not commit to. Like you are Absolutely. fully in control of all of these things. I think that we forget that. Forget that. I was just going to say that. I think that we forget that and we think that, you know, um, we're, you know, holding ourselves to this expectation that we need to be following this rule was unwritten rule book or, you know, whatever the reason, right. I think that people most of the time are rooting for you, right. So if you're going through a hard time, your audience will understand, right. You just, you know, and you tell them on your own time in your own way when it feels appropriate. Yes. I think that's right. Look, I'm really sorry to interrupt, but did you know that YouTube is the world's second biggest search engine? Maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but that's why every creator truly needs to be using vidIQ to grow their YouTube channel. vidIQ's tech helps you tailor your video ideas to match what people are searching for right now on YouTube. And once you're ready to upload, well, it starts optimizing and getting you all the details that you need to make sure your videos are getting noticed. If you really want to dive in more and get started for free, please head over to the womenofyoutube.com forward slash vidIQ to get started on this YouTube channel changing tool that is going to make things so much easier for you. All right, let's get back to it. Okay, so we've taken a break <laughs> and we feel some level of rejuvenated and ready and creative or we watch this really great YouTube video and we're like, ah, idea, I'm going to do this. Or if it's a planned thing, you're like, I'm taking a break. I'm going to come back with this like new production level or expectation or standard yes. or rebrand. Like what tone, I like to say, you're setting a new tone. Yeah, yeah, like you're ready for it. You're all that stuff. What do we do? So you acknowledge or don't acknowledge like, hey, I was on a break or, you know, like why you took a break or whether or not you were taking a break, whatever the case may be, you know, because videos on YouTube are evergreen, right? So it's not like somebody's going to see this video maybe a year from now and be like, you were on a break? When were you on a break? I've been watching your videos for months. <laughs> your videos are always there, right? It's sometimes people don't even notice. Um, so you can acknowledge it or not acknowledge it. And then, you know, I would recommend before, you know, as part of making your comeback, go and revisit those four pillars of pre-production. Why? Why are you making video in the first place? And, you know, you've determined at this point, like, okay, this is why I'm doing it. This is why I want to be doing it. This is the strategy I'm using moving forward. And then start creating from that place and just move forward. I've taken, I've created two, not one, but two videos on my channel. One is called a video vacation, how to make a comeback. And <laughs> another one I just released called how to make a comeback video. And basically I, in, in that particular video, I talked about what had been going on for the last year 
and why I was on a break and how I'm moving forward in a new direction and set the tone for what my channel was going to or is going to be moving forward. So I'm setting the tone. I'm setting the expectation. I am coming to the sh back to my channel in a much more casual, <laughs> casual fashion because let's be real. I'm in a position in my life right now where I have two small children. I'm running a business and doing a million other things. Like I don't have the time to do full hair and makeup, full crazy productions like I used to. And that's just a reality. And I want to be able to set that example for my audience. Like because you don't have all of these things doesn't make the content that you were going to share any less valuable. And for me, like if you need me to show up with hair and makeup for you to be able to accept and hear the value that I'm sharing with you, then you're not my person. So you, you can just unsubscribe and leave right now. But if it doesn't matter to you that I'm showing up maybe with my hair a little disheveled, um, not an unprofessional, I'm showing up being professional. So this doesn't mean throw all the, the professional stuff out the window. Like you want to always come from a place of respecting your audience. Yes. Yeah, whatever that, that you know, you, it's about respecting your audience, respecting their time and, you know, showing up to share value and deliver, you know, great content. <laughs> yeah. So when we come back, there's something like, uh, okay, hold, hold on. I gotta, I gotta figure out how I want to say this, especially if I'm coming back with a new vision and a new purpose. Yes. What does that look like from a couple of different perspectives? What does it look like from the creator? What does it look like from the audience? And what does it look like from an algorithm perspective? And even from a back catalog perspective, like if I was to come back today, I go take a break and I came back like September 1st and I was like, okay, this channel is all about, you know, I go from switching from helping businesses grow with social media and content marketing to we're just gonna talk about video. Like I'm just gonna help you grow your business with video marketing. How do I like? What does that look like? How does the bad catalog affect it? How does the how do I just change the YouTube algorithm? Like, how do I make sure my audience is on board and just like pivot? Like, what is all of that? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm sure you may or may not agree with this advice, but I usually tell people because people ask me this all the time. Like, when when do I have like when like I like to do this and like this, and I want to make videos about all the things. Um, should I put them all on one channel? And my answer to that question is: Is it the same audience? Because if it's not the same audience, then you need to create a new channel. Okay. So if you think your audience is going to be on board and pivot with you, then you know you you know introduce this new pivot and new new tone with that in mind, and say this is what we're doing from now on. So you can stay or you can go. Okay. I think you know what you described was very similar. So it wasn't like a complete like, hey, I make cat videos and I teach people how to make, um, you know, photo albums. You're like, huh? That's not the same thing. That's not, not the same. Thing. Okay. So what if so so you need to pick? Are you going to keep doing what you're doing? Is it, it work for your audience? So like, again, like what you you had said, like yeah, I could do this or I could. I said I my change would be not anything major if that is for sure, but I don't I don't plan on doing that, guys. You're gonna still get all the social media content marketing videos from me. But if I wanted to be like, I'm gonna talk about dealing with my husband PTSD, like that'd be totally different. Completely different. And I would recommend starting a new channel for something like that. But when you're doing like a tiny like a tone change, like my channel is going from more produced, highly produced, very, you know, like scripted videos to more casual hashtag F the fluff, one minute one take style, which is you know, something I did 
for my channel in when, uh, for VEDA. Uh, vlog every day, April, August. Um, I was like, yeah, I totally want to do that. But I'm like, I'm not making like fully produced videos every day for a month. Like I just don't have the bandwidth to do that. So I was like, oh, mm -hmm. I'm going to do hashtag one minute, one take style. So I could talk 60 seconds, no editing, and I can definitely bang videos like that out all day long. Does this affect the algorithm because I'm creating shorter content? Sure. Why not? But listen, at the end of the day, I got to do what make me happy and what I have the bandwidth for. And that trumps yes. anything algorithm crap nah, okay so then what do you think we do to should we minimize going on these breaks should we do them on a regular basis should they be planned should we just like what's the line between being consistent mm -hmm. but also making sure that we have a thriving channel because youtube is so important you still have to play some youtube rules yes. so it's like so what do, what do we do for that you know, I mean, it depends on if it was a planned break or unplanned break, right? Because, you know, if something happens and I'm taking a break, like it was an, uh, maybe an unplanned break. Um, so I think generally you, you, you should remain consistent as possible for your channel because it does affect your, the, it does affect the algorithm. It does affect your subscriber rate, your views and all of those things. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's important to maintain a level of consistency, but if, something happens and you've fallen off your voice or you decided you were going to take a video vacation, then having a plan and a system and processes on the back end that help you stay consistent are going to be important. Because if you yeah. fell off the voice because you're like, I don't have a system and every time I make a video, it's like a huge situation and I feel like I'm starting over from scratch every single time. Well, you need systems and processes and that will help you maintain a level of, um, calmness around the creation process because there's a system in place. I'm like all about systems and processes. <laughs> yes. And I think that that's you, I think that's the way that you allow for it to happen. You like, you're prepared for it. Like there's things still in place. Like I have plenty of friends, like for like, let's bring this home guys. Like to, to like my personal friends, I know plenty of, of they're mainly women, women creators who've taken breaks. One of them, one of my friends just had a baby and she's like, I'm not going to come back when I come back. But she's like, she's talked about it. Like in our little, like we have a little chat together or, um, I think even on her Instagram, she's like, I'm still making money. Like I'm still getting ad sense. I'm still getting leads. I'm still having people buy my different templates and products that I, my digital products that I have. Like it was okay for me to take this break. And I was like, I wouldn't give this time with my new baby for the world. It was her first. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a friend named Meredith. She just was like, I didn't want to do it. Like I just wasn't into it. So I just stopped, but it's like my channel still was active. I still got views and subscribers and sales. Like when you send it up correctly, you can walk away from it. Now they would all tell you like, don't do this all the time, but it's okay when you do, especially if you have the systems in place so that you can still have success, Absolutely. still have that drip, that slow trickle of activity and all that stuff. Yes. So, okay. So any final thoughts on this, Holly, like taking a break, like when's it okay? Why it's okay? All of that other stuff. I say it's it's okay when it's okay. Like if you need a break, if you need a break, it's okay to step away and give yourself space to maintain your mental health if that's what the case is, or you yeah. know if there's a situation that arises, it's okay to take a break. But have those systems and processes in place so that when you do come back, you can maintain a level of consistency and continue to move the needle in your business. Yes. 
All right, Holly, how can people follow you on the YouTubes and get more of your goodness into the world? I am at Holly G Studios on YouTube and all of the socials. <laughs> awesome. Now you have something you're launching night right now as well. Tell us about that. So it is a experience in video confidence. So if you're not feeling quite ready to step into the spotlight and or you're ready to step out of the shadows, tired of watching your competition shine where you're like, um, I should totally be doing that, but I'm just like so scared. <laughs> um, I can help you overcome those fears of visibility, vulnerability, technology, because sometimes that's what's holding you back. And the fear of not knowing what you don't know. I create a very safe um, environment for you to practice in front of the camera because that's what it takes to build your video muscles, right? I'm not going to go run a marathon tomorrow if I haven't even tech run mile one today. So mm -hmm. it takes time to build that up. So this experience was born out of something, a process I put myself through when I decided that I was going to step from behind the camera to the front of the camera and be the face and voice of my business. And I was like, oh my God, this is, this is like crazy on this side. I don't like this side at all. Like I'm like, having a mini meltdown here. And I literally locked myself in my office studio and just kept making video after video after video. And I was like, okay, I'm like, I'm feeling, I'm feeling a little better. Like I can totally do this. And I started to think about it, um, not as a negative thing, but it's a positive thing because I was growing from the inside out, this feeling, this nervous, uncomfortable thing that was rising up inside of me and causing me to sweat was actually good because I was growing from the inside out. And that I did that back in 2013. And in 2014, I ran my very first challenge and I've been doing them ever since. I've had hundreds of leading ladies come through the other side of this experience. And if you are feeling like you need a little bit of help, come on over. I'm happy to help. Well, that's exciting. All right. Well, we'll have more information for you guys to grab up in our show notes over at womenofyoutube.com. Thank you again, Holly, for your time and your wisdom. I appreciate you. Thank Remember, you. you and everyone that are listening are possibly amazing. Till next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Women of YouTube podcast. We would love to know what you thought about this latest episode. So make sure to tag us with hashtag Women of YouTube with your thoughts.